Amazon, yeah, a bunch of cunts. <laughs> but they sell good shit. Yeah. So you, you can't win. No. So, um... Oh. So are we are we going to um, chat some shit? And, uh, we, yeah, we, we can recording? have a chat. I started recording, so yeah, I, might, sweet. I might do my paw. Very good. It's quite cool... Um, quite cool actually having the video thing going on uh, i think that's probably quite good yeah i quite like it um yeah. it's something we can try maybe when we do one with john as well potentially but i mean i guess yeah. it's um so for anyone listening you should hopefully hear a notable sound improvement from dave because i've sent him down a road it's like a it's called a road usb mini microphone i might yeah just, i'm um, um I'm impressed by the uh, the quality of it and it's a great um, little thing, mate. And uh, I didn't realise as well that uh, Rode is uh, Australian designed and manufactured. Yeah, man, Australian company. They're um, they're very good. Um, and they yeah, do really I, good. Uh, I've heard the I've heard the brand. They do really good video mics as well. So, um, which I'm contemplating getting for my setup yeah so this is um the mic we've got dave is a rode microphone nt usb mini um so it's just like a cute little thing and you can actually get um microphone stands and stuff for it but it comes with like a little desk stand for anyone sort of interested and then it, you can monitor your headphones on it um as well but we were finding it wasn't outputting my audio to him very well which is weird so We've got. Yeah, so I've I've kind of I've had to kind of I've not been able to plug my headphones into the back of the mic to get my monitor in my ears, yeah. which so that's um. But I, I can I I think it's alright. I can hear myself quite well. So yeah, so you're just plugged in via the headphones into your laptop, straight into my laptop. Yeah, yeah. so it's, that's um, I mean that's effectively kind of what I'm doing. Well, actually, no, I'm not. No, I'm not. But yeah. It's, um, <laughs> I've got this big desk thing here, which is also a Rode desk. I've got the Rode Procaster desk yeah your your setup's um pretty fancy yeah um, i'm actually but, thinking uh, of changing it around a little bit to create a bit more space so i'm not quite sure if it's going to work yet or not and it's one of those things that if i do it it's going to be a right faff and if it doesn't work i'll just be really annoyed because i'll have to put it all back but um, <laughs> i'm thinking of getting one more of these desks and putting essentially two desks along the back wall in a big long line so I can have a des dedicated like workstation space and then getting another desk coming out about halfway along at a right angle and having that as like the podcasting area nice so yeah. that I can then because at the moment I'm having to like take stuff out and apart every time I have people over to podcast so it's um it's just a bit of a faff um, yeah, yeah and yeah. it's a bit hectic in here now as well it's not particularly ergonomically uh, viable it's all right but i think i can make it better and it's only going to mean buying one thing hopefully so well yeah that's, is, that's always good which is um, a very quite an expensive bar table but anyway never mind what you do. well uh lucy actually i spent uh, the other night building lucy's new desk she got um an omni desk um oh, like an up and downy one an up and downy one um gotta say yeah i mean it took a took a bit of a uh, ikea flat pack know-how type shenanigans yeah, um nice. but actually it's a it's a really um it's a decent product man it, you, you just got to put it together you know but it's um it's a solid piece of kit and uh it's a uh, electronic motorized bad boy um and uh yeah it's um i'm really impressed by it it's solid and uh lucy also bought then the um the very desk standing stool thing that 
tilts and like it's really cool because um when you stand there and you it's on a kind of pedestal and it tilts whichever way you want or you can just sit on it and it's got a gas lift up and down um it's like almost like a bar stool type kind of thing but it's on like this kind of it's got a pedestal at the bottom of it and then yeah it kind of moves around but it in certain positions it's actually really good because it kind of switches on your core and actually makes you use your you know the muscles that you should use at a standing desk and stuff um so yeah lucy's been uh enjoying that um it's uh it's pretty fucking cool that sounds cool man yeah because yeah. i mean my my desk obviously i just went with a permanent standing desk because i just went with these bar tables and then just got a high mm, office mm. chair although yeah. the high office chair i bought was the cheapest one from kogan which um <laughs> is comfy to sit on but not for eight hours mm, um because yeah. Yeah, it's, yeah it's um so i've stopped using it so, but it was like yeah. 120 bucks. I'm not surprised. It's like you can't. Yeah, really uh, this cheap one out. that she got was like about 1400 or something. But um, yeah, yeah, you've got to um, go really for proper ergonomics. Yeah, right, so. yeah. Well, her work put like a, a contribution towards it because they were like, uh, you can order kind of something from where was it anyway somewhere office works or some shit. And she was like, nah, fuck that. I want decent desks. So they, they were yeah. like, okay, well you can just pay the difference. So. Okay, that's good. Yeah, that's good. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's good, yeah. man. Yeah, yeah, it's decent. I've got my uh, Kmart special that I'm speaking to you from. <laughs> yeah, man. But I, um, I've got my office chair from work, which is about like six hundred dollars, um, and it's actually a pretty pucker Proper. office chair. So I'm not, I'm not doing too bad. But um, yeah, the uh, the desk setups, uh, yes, it's uh, it's pretty sweet. It's, it's got to be said to get it right, man. It is important. Yeah, it is absolutely, absolutely. I mean, I I sit at the moment. I'm just sitting on like an IKEA bar stool thing, which for some yeah. reason is better than the actual proper office chair I bought because it, it's <laughs> it's sort of reasonably well padded, but it's just one of those black ones. And because I bought the slightly lower down one, it's not. It's like the 63 centimeter, not the 75 or whatever. Well, no, 66 centimeter or something like that. But it actually forces you to sit quite upright to work because because yeah, yeah. you're a bit lower down and it's actually I don't get any pain at all from it and I can mm. do that for like I can work like nine hours on it and it's fine so yeah I don't know it's weird but uh, yeah I'm I don't know it's a strange one I even though yeah I've got a decent chair and I do everything that I try and do to I I still have um, ongoing uh, aim. Uh, aches and pains through my fucking lower back and all sorts but yeah uh, good old age eh? yeah mm, but uh yeah it's down to mainly i've got like the most ridiculously tight glutes and hamstrings <laughs> and it's just like constantly trying to keep on top of that which uh you know i, I am uh, every every morning before i sit at my desk i do uh, yeah. at least 15 20 minutes of yoga or some kind of core workout or something i think it's so. important the the stretching yeah. i mean i've got this really good stretch because i get a bit sciatica that's the only thing i really do get now and that, i think that was mm. standing at my desk too much and leaning that's painful to though, sciatica. Oh, it was awful man so but there's a stretch that i got off um so the jeff cavalier youtube page which is athlean x um which i highly yeah, recommend yeah, to everyone. I've, I've been doing some of that stuff he's um yeah. got a good stretch you do to help with it and then also an exercise that you do with these like leg raises as you're lying on your side and um it just it, yeah it's really good yeah it's i've good done, for lower uh, back I've as done well. some of those yeah um i've found those to be pretty helpful it's very good yeah yeah, yeah. Um, his, his, i mean if people haven't checked him out then i head over to youtube and go athlean x and mm. it's easily i think the best youtube fitness channel there is i think he's just so knowledgeable because he's a proper like physiotherapist as well as a 
personal trainer. So he really knows what he's talking about. And he actually breaks down the reasons why you should do certain things and actually figuring out whether you should be doing the exercises he's prescribing for you, depending on what's wrong with you. So he, mm, he, he has mm. all these. So it's, yeah, there's, there's this one that he recommends for this lower back thing, but it's all about whether you're, um, uh, whether something's too tight or not, or if it's weak and you do, you do a, a, a few different things to figure out if, um, if your hip flexors are too tight or if it's because your glutes are weak or yeah, yeah. it's really interesting yeah. and you do this little thing and you're like, yeah, okay. So if it's like this, it means you've got weak glutes and tight hip flexors. So you've got to stretch your hip flexors and strengthen yeah. the glutes yeah. and then and yeah. vice versa. So yeah, it's interesting. I might have to get you to send me the link to that. It's probably partly my problem. <laughs> yeah, I'll find it, mate. It's, um, I've, it's, um, yeah, I've, I've really actually, I've, I've watched quite a few of his videos and um, yeah, I, I it? kind of have to constantly remind myself to try and put as many of these things as possible into practice because I've been doing all kinds of um, stuff with, uh, uh, there's one called Yoga with Adrian. Um, she's like this, just YouTube um YouTube, YouTube yoga teacher type thing, um, which is which is cool. And then there's a few in, based in Melbourne, and there's there's so much uh, so much good stuff available on YouTube to be able to actually keep up with a really varied and um, interesting exercise routine. Yeah, it, it it is. Um, it's a great resource, but also you've got to be able to figure out what's the what's bullshit and what isn't as well. Absolutely, so you yeah. just have to like yeah, know. Yeah. yeah, it helps to know a little bit for sure. Um, so I sent you this one about fixing lower back pain. That's mm. really really good. Um, and that that exercise he prescribes in that is is excellent. Um, there's also this one for. I can't remember which one it is. I'm just trying to find the link you sent me on without cutting you off as well. <laughs> so don't oh, yeah. close that window. <laughs> oh, yeah, don't close that window, yeah. Uh, um, and hopefully, I've just clicked on that link, but I'll press pause. Oh, I don't want it to come through on the thing. I'll uh, I'll save that one. I might send you this one as well because he talks I about... I think I might, I might have seen this I, one. I've, I sent... I've sent you and John sorry that was uh that was his intro there. I sent you I think I've sent John that one definitely because he was having lower back pain right there and I, I was mm -hmm. I still get it a bit but you just do that exercise it's um it's yeah. great so there's and there's this other one I'll send you here which is about saying stop stretching your hip flexors so this is one where he breaks down whether you need to stretch your hip flexors or strengthen them and if you've got weak glutes or tight glutes so this could be useful for you as yeah, well yeah I reckon that would be useful yeah, I don't so think definitely, I've seen that one definitely watch that one so um, I found that really useful so that's all about him yeah you figure out if you've got tight or weak hip flexors and if your glutes tight or yeah, weak yeah that's, that's really good good exercises oh. for each so yeah <laughs> Cool. Very good. So yeah, those um, for anyone listening, those are called. If you go to Athlean the video is called "Stop Stretching Your Hip Flexors," and in brackets, here's why. And then mm -hmm. the other one I just sent uh, to Dave was um, how to fix low back pain. Yeah, instantly, instantly, in and brackets. it is instantly. If you get this lower back pain, so I have done that one. It's base good. of your back, and you get these like two points of really intense pain just either side of your spine at the lower back if you get that then he you can literally do this thing and it literally yeah, has gone straight it's good. away it's amazing it's good. Yeah. and it's it's a really good one for i've actually found it's helped my kicking for my you know my bag work um because it's strengthened my glute medius which gives me much better side kicks 
it's so weird mm-hmm, like mm-hmm. i can get my leg a lot higher and yeah it's, it's interesting it's a really good one for that so um so yeah anyone um who likes to do kicking sidekicks etc etc like taekwondo or something then um it's uh worth checking out because it's really good i'm just gonna put the cricket on dave so we can oh oh we got another wicket 159 for four. Oh, hang on yeah I need to get that. Yeah, I that need on. to see what's going on. I haven't. Um, I totally lost track of uh, what was going on in the cricket. Dan Lawrence is on substitute fielder. Good surname. Um, yeah, that's good. I guess. So anyone uh, who's listening to this and who wants to sequence up the cricket while we give you live score updates, it's at. Uh, um, it's currently in over sixty-one point three, and Jimmy's bowling. And the score is 159 for four. So okay, interesting. Yeah, there we go. It's all very exciting. So this is the uh, first test mm. of. It's uh, three in the series. Three, three. Yeah, so one test in Manchester, and then we're doing two down at the Rose Bowl in Southampton. Yeah. So they're they're basically having to limit where they're playing because they need to go in these biosecure bubbles. So, um, and both the Manchester ground and the Southampton ground have hotels right on them. So they can actually keep all the players and staff in this isolated hotel and they don't need to leave. So it's a really good way to, to do it. And it's the only test match going on, only cricket going on anywhere in the world. So they're getting insane viewing figures like the England West Indies test match that just happened. They got higher viewing figures than the last ashes. Like glo- globally, yeah, global <laughs> viewers more than the last Ashes, which is great for West Indies. Um, they're really wanting us to go over there for Christmas for a winter tour just to help because mm-hmm. they're struggling financially because of losing out on all these test matches. Tourism, yeah. Well, tourism and, I mean, just the West Indies cricket board anyway, they need the money from the games and because they're not playing them, they're just losing so much money at the moment. So, yeah, um, yeah. So yeah, they're asking. I think they'd like us to go over for a winter tour. So, which I don't think is necessarily a bad thing to head over to the West Indies for two months. But well, you know, um, I suppose it depends on COVID. But yeah, it wouldn't be all bad, (laughs) would it? I I think I could handle it. I reckon that's got to be the best tour you can go on. I reckon easily. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) Yeah, it'd be uh, good. It'd be good times, I reckon. West Indies tour, yeah. um, touring okay. the world with the cricket or the or the Formula yeah. One for me, that'd be amazing. So, yeah, 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 absolutely. <laughs> yeah. Did you see um, what happened at Silverstone this weekend with Hamilton? Yes, I did. Um, yeah, that was exciting. That was pretty crazy. Yeah. Did you see the of, stats? A lot, of, um, a lot of questions, I think, to be answered. Tires. Um, about tyres, yeah. Well, you know what, mate? On my podcast, which everyone who's listening to this might be, have listened to the Formula uh, 1 one. Shameless plug. I called out the fact that I reckoned it was the curbs, and they've changed the curbs into cops. Um, uh, right, or okay. into maggots or Beckett's. One of those curbs they think might have been the cause or something like that. So they think maybe that's it. But um, I think they're also going to adjust their maximum number of laps for the tyres because they maybe were a bit too high. So it basically means everyone's going to two-stop next weekend. But, but yeah, did you see the stats for Hamilton's last lap when he got the puncture of how quick he went? Um, no, I haven't. Okay, so he got the puncture, front left tyre, about a third of the way into the lap as yeah. he was coming up to 
um, just before Stowe. And Stowe's that one which is a flat out in a Formula One car, 180 miles an hour, almost right angle, right hand turn, mm -hmm, um, mm -hmm. which they take flat out now, which is insane. He went round that pretty quick and then he went and then it goes up into obviously Maggots, Beckett's and that. He took those at 130 kilometers an hour with a punctured front left tire. Then he went back, then he came onto the hangar straight, you know, the back straight in Silverstone. Yeah. He was yep. doing 230 kilometers an hour with a deflate, fully deflated oh, front left tire. the fucking thing tire. was hanging off. Hanging off, 230 kilometers an hour, mate. And then... That's, that's insane, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, it's, it's fucking nuts. And then I saw this really interesting comparison between obviously three other cars that happened to, uh, what happened to Carlos Sainz and to uh, Bottas. And... Um, mm. It's uh, both of them lost 10 places, essentially. They did a thing yeah. like Bottas went from second to 14th and then came back a couple of places. And then Science went from like fifth to 10th or 12th or whatever it was. And then there was a comparison. Lewis went from first to first, <laughs> basically. It's <was> insane. <laughs> I mean, yeah, he had a nice gap, but still, I mean, Bottas was right behind him. So it's, um, you can't, I don't know. Yeah, amazing. Even like Charles Leclerc on the radio after the um, after the, the race finished, he knew Hamilton had a puncture, and and when they were reading through the results, the the Ferrari guy was like, "Oh yeah, Hamilton P one, Verstappen P two, and you're P 3 And he was like, "What? Hamilton won it on a flat tire?" And the guy was like, "Yeah," and he was like, "Oh man, that's crazy." So yeah, it was pretty cool. It was pretty cool. I mean, I you know everyone who listens to my podcast about the Formula One knows I'm a Hamilton fan, but it was. Uh, pretty impressive yeah I, i've got to confess i um i haven't listened to some of your latest episodes so apologies disgraceful that, dave but, disgraceful but i i feel that maybe it's a good thing because um i'm coming into this um not knowing what you've talked about and maybe there's some fresh fresh content in there so you know well yeah it's a win-win well yeah i think so yeah definitely <laughs> but yeah it was a good race actually and obviously they're there again this weekend so it's like back to back so um, yeah i'm kind of it's a funny one isn't it even though it's been obviously um unprecedented obviously yeah. um it's it's kind of made it quite interesting in terms of the way they've had to obviously been forced to play with the format in terms of these back-to-back -back races in the same venues and stuff but I, I quite like it it's quite quite cool yeah it's good man i, I think that i think it's um I, re I really like it. The two races at um, the Red Bull Ring were really good, and then you had the obviously the Hungary Ring, which was a great race, and then um, these two races at Silverstone, and then the fact that they've then we've obviously we've got Barcelona and then Spa, but then we've got two races in Italy. We've got Monza, which is obviously always always a great race because you can pass there at super high speed, uh, mm. and then you've got Imola, which is the first time since ninety. I don't actually know when we were last there, 98, I don't know when it was, maybe it was a bit, a bit late, 2004 or something, but it's been a long time since we've raced there. And um, mm -hmm. so that's, and then, you know, super fast circuit, but then also they've got a race at the at Mugello, so the Ferrari home yeah, track. Yeah, 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 that was so cool. And that's it's, a super fast track, man. So. I, I don't know whether I just kind of, it's just played out in my mind just just while you were talking that this whole kind of potential way that they might have to do things is is actually um pretty interesting because they could really broaden their audience as well by by keeping a lot of the you know the traditionally great historic tracks in there 
which is good. But so expanding, like um, localizing the series almost in different parts of the world. Well, that's what they take in more tracks. And and then when they can go to like, you know, when they come over to like this part of the world, why, why just race in one city in one um, country when they could have like back to back weekends you know, you're talking like in Australia, fucking hell, with the with the supercars and stuff like that. You don't just have to have it in Melbourne. You could have it uh, another great right. track. Mount Imagine Panorama. Formula One at like Laguna Seca in America and stuff like that. Yeah, I, I think it's a really good idea that you actually, <laughs> let's say, you do. So if it's Australia first, you do Melbourne, then you do Mount Panorama. Yeah, the, the, exactly, the next yeah, weekend, yeah. and you have two races because yeah. they're talking about trying to get more races in the season, and this is the way yeah. to do it to make it logistically better from a traveling yeah. point of view so you do that yeah. and then you, you yeah i think and then america yeah you do you know you could have a miami race laguna seca would be insane <laughs> be amazing um yeah. obviously i mean circuit of the americas for me it's such a great track and it's always that a, really, a good really good circuit yeah that's my yeah. go-to on forza when i play a, if i want to do laser laps <laughs> around a, around a circuit i'll either do spa or i'll do um circuit of the americas because it's mm. a really technical um track to get right especially the first once you go around the first left hand and then it goes down into this really nice sequence it's almost like silverstone in the maggots beckett's sort of set of corners so it's and it's really technical to get that right um yeah it's a great it's a great circuit and then the last quarter of it it's really difficult to get the lines right because it's these big arcing long corners to get so there's like three apexes in the corner or something so yeah, that's yeah. a bit like there's a what's the corner? Is it like a Suzuki or something called One Thirty R? Oh, One Thirty R. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's um, where Alonso that's went around the outside of Schumacher. One Thirty yeah, R. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That yeah. that took uh, yeah, Kahuna's. He's back next year in Formula One. He is indeed, isn't mm. he? That's um, that's interesting. It's going to because I'm, I'm yeah, I'm still so interested to see how this whole thing's going to play out. Um, with so you've got what with um not force India, obviously racing point, racing point. Um, you know, that, that kind of side of things. I, I think Perez really deserves that seat. Um, yes, he does, but it's pretty much confirmed. He's losing it and Vettel signed yeah, for them and yeah, it's rebranded yeah. as Aston Martin next year. And to, yeah. to be honest, um, Lance Stroll is pretty fast I know it's a he's pain. Not bad, he's good. He's I mean, not bad. Yeah. it was interesting this weekend because obviously Perez wasn't racing, and they obviously all the data they collect from the first two practice sessions, they um, they weren't as good in the race. And they some people were theorizing maybe because Perez wasn't there and he couldn't give the feedback. Mm. His feedback's obviously really good, whereas um, Lance Stroll's obviously still only a couple of years in Formula One, so or three years in Formula One or whatever. So he doesn't have that experience to be able to know why something's going wrong and give feedback and to fix it. So um, they definitely need a senior person in that team. And obviously Vettel would be great. I think Ferrari just have managed Vettel so badly and they just managed their team so badly. And I just think yeah, Vettel is going to yeah. be rejuvenated next year if he does sign for them. So I'm, Yeah, it'd really be interesting. Yeah. I um well, I hope it's it, it'd be interesting to see if Perez can get a drive because I I think he's a good driver. Oh, Haas need to sign him straight away. They need to boot Grosjean out for a start. If I I mean if I was the Haas guys, I'd have fired both their drivers two years ago because they when they kept crashing mm-hmm. into each other, I'd have just gone nah, yeah. you're out yeah. and got yeah. brought in a young guy, a young driver, and a really experienced driver, and gone right off we go. 
Because what they don't understand is they were just fighting with each other and it was like this personal thing to be the better driver. But then it was like, no, no, you ain't going to win a race. You're not... It, to the it, detriment of the team. It doesn't matter. The, the, the whole thing is push the team forward, get the team more money. And the only way you're going to do that is to get the team higher up in the championship because the amount of money you win for one place higher is a huge amount of money. So, mm. and obviously it's the advertising yeah. revenue and all this stuff. And they just did not get it. And they've, they put that team back two, three years and they, it's rumoured they might not be in Formula 1 much longer because they just, you know, running out of money and Gene House is just a bit over it. And, you know, although I don't know, if you get into Formula 1, you ain't making money. So you need to understand that when you get into it, basically. So, um, yeah, yeah. So, I am, um, yeah. I read, uh, I actually, no, I watched a, a random YouTube video last night. Um, about uh, the Stroll family, Lawrence Stroll, mm. all the rest of it, because their actual name is some hard to pronounce name that I can't even remember, like uh, Lawrence Palawatuak or something. <laughs> I don't know. Okay. Um, and, but they use Stroll because you know whatever. It's but easier. He made all his money in um, fashion to start with, oh, okay. and then. But he he he's a high roller man, like. But that's yeah. where he started out, and then he's got like all these Ferrari dealerships in Canada, um, and uh, but he bought. What did he do? He one of the examples was, you know, Pierre Cardin, the yeah. like the, the 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 fashion label. He, I think he was responsible for bringing that over to Canada or something, and then some other brands as well. And then he like bought into like Ralph Lauren in and owns all the distribution and stuff around Europe and things. Oh, and then cool. he just built this like empire. Um, but it was also, also like, he's got a pretty rich kind of, um, racing heritage in the, in the family just from, so obviously the money is just fueled that kind of yeah, yeah, okay. desire as well. Um, it's quite well, an mean, interesting story really. Yeah. I mean, Lance um, Stroll, he, I mean, there's, there is some criticism you're saying, oh, he's only got the drive because he's, he's, you know, yeah, his dad owns yeah. the team. But, but it, it he's does good. run deeper than that. Actually. No, he's, he's good. He's got some real skill and yeah. he's got the added pressure of people thinking that he's only in the team because his dad's owns he's, the team. He's got so. something to prove, that's yeah. for sure. And, um, yeah, yeah he, he's got skills. And to be honest, he's kind of been outperforming Perez a little bit, especially in qualifying. So he's, you know, now he's in a decent car, mm. which mm. that that Mercedes, the pink Mercedes is. Um it's uh yeah it's, it's interesting, interesting isn't it because he I, I, you can kind of you you wonder with someone like george russell or lando norris even i mean lando norris is actually in a, a far more competitive car but yeah 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 george russell what he would do in a competitive car would just is just oh mate you could put him so in the exciting. mercedes opposite hamilton and he'd be on his pace straight away and pushing him mm. and beating him sometimes that's how good russell is yeah as far as i'm concerned and him being in that Williams is, it's a weird one because you look at Norris, you look at Albon, you look at Russell, they're all really good friends. They've come up together and they both got into Formula One the same year. Albon's had this huge amount of pressure on him now on mm. Red Bull. And it's, I, I, I wonder whether, even though Russell at the moment is got the worst of it in terms of cars performance, He's earning his stripes, perhaps. I think and not, get, not having that pressure. Yeah, on him. doesn't have the pressure, but he's still whooping every teammate he's had. He mm. hasn't lost of qualifying. He's been his teammate in every qualifying like twenty five races, 
yeah something well, he, he seems very much bought into the I, i'm just uh i was looking at the cricket but noticed there was a headline on the bbc formula one page and it actually says it's a whole article i haven't read it yet but it says i have complete faith in mercedes young britain russell on patience progress and the plan yeah so he's clearly well mercedes won't let him go they 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 don't want him to he's clearly just part of the master plan yeah for me i would be signing him next year into mercedes i i i know it's hard for bottas but i'd be letting him yeah. go it's not that bottas has done a bad job but he's not mm. on hamilton's level but i don't know not many are apart from maybe verstappen and leclerc maybe i wonder if it might it might need another year perhaps i i, wonder I don't if know but i, I george, george russell's got more of a story to go with williams as well and whether williams are going to get more from out of mercedes perhaps and and that kind of driver development and stuff i mean they're they getting feeds to it yeah maybe. they're, they're getting a good deal from mercedes for sure maybe yeah and, and then you know williams hopefully then would be on an upward curve to be much more of a competitive team yeah. which would then you know that that kind of having that kind of pedigree i suppose um then could set him up well to then be a championship contender yeah i think um, he's doing it right track. yeah he's doing it right and norris is doing really well and i mean he's in the perfect team for him yeah. uh mclaren yeah. next year with ricardo and norris it's going to be such a great team and they're yeah, going to be I a serious exciting. when yeah. they then they get mercedes engines from next year so yeah. it's going to be they're going to be up there they're going to be probably second in the championship like potentially again so um yeah, if but they I mean, can continue the upward curve. What the, if they design the, a shit car? Well, no, the car doesn't change next year at all, really. <laughs> oh, of course. So of course. they're yeah. just going to so get. Fundamentally, they've got a good car. They're going to get an extra 50, 60 horsepower in straight away. And, yeah, yeah. Because, um, yeah, fundamentally, they've got a very good car. So it's yeah. they've done an incredible job. Since Zach Brown's come on, he's turned that team around incredibly. Yeah, he's really impressive. He's I, great. I like him. He's great. He popped one of uh, Norris's ribs the other weekend when Norris uh, qualified yeah, did, so well. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, which is funny, but because um, he just hugged him so hard. Uh, yeah. But yeah, I think, uh, I mean, Williams needs to be talked about because they've turned that car around from where it was in two years. They've gained like three and a half seconds, four seconds, which That's is impressive. so hard in Formula One. So they need mm. to be commended for that. And their car's more competitive than the Haas and the Alfa Romeo now. But that's only because Ferrari got caught cheating with their engines. So, Do you know what um, part of that might have been? Sorry, I just... What, um, uh, it, well, when you think about previous years of... So, previously, you know, highly successful teams such as Williams and McLaren, um, whether they just stuck with the, um, the old guard... I suppose, for want of a better word, a bit too long. You know, Ron Dennis. Um, yeah. And then, you know, obviously Frank Williams is, is you know, the team. But, um, you know, what was obviously the car a couple of years ago where they had that major design floor and it was um, one of the one of the um, guys in the design team or whatever. Um, was it Paddy Lowe or something? That was Williams, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. Paddy Lowe was kind of... I can't remember, but he, yeah. you know, he he kind of oversaw really what was a bit of a dog's breakfast of a of a you know a, an approach to engineering a car for that season, yeah. and so you just wonder now whether um, McLaren and Williams have, have kind of 
you know, looked at that culture in the team and, and the way they've set up and they've, they've kind of got rid of some stripped out some, some, uh, some fat and, and someone like Zach Brown just to really shake things up. And, oh, he did. Um, and he brought in, yeah. uh, Andrew Sadel or Andreas Sadel, who, who, who spearheaded Audi's. Yeah. Uh, he's, he's incredible. Yeah. LMP1 stuff at Le Mans. So, and he, mm. you know, he's incredible. So he, he, you know, Zach Brown's brought in the guy he needed to bring in. So, um, yeah, it's great. So I think it's going to be really, really good year next year in terms of competitiveness for everyone. I think Ferrari are off, going to be off the pace until 2022 from the sound of it. Um, but McLaren... Ferrari's, gonna, um, again, I think Ferrari's management and their... Um, oh, it's the worst management. They're the worst team yeah. ever. They're just so terribly run. The, the strategy's yeah. always shit. The yeah. way they manage their drivers is wrong. They, they just don't do anything right at the moment. And But that's because they died out on that Ferrari brand. They've been like that for a long time, haven't they? Mm. Sometimes it's just been kind of fortunate that they've got the 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 package right somehow if you think about it they they've had some really strong good years because of you know schumacher and ferrari and that but yeah. you know that's probably largely led by schumacher and just how good he was but um yeah you know, i mean john you, Todd, schumacher, it, they're kind yeah. of they've, they've had so many up and down <laughs> yeah i mean to be honest they could have won it last year and the year before the championship with vettel yeah. um but yeah it was their bad management and their bad strategy that, that cost mm. them. And then it, it led to Vettel having to push more than he should have done, which is where the mistakes came from, I believe. So, um, and now you hear Vettel talking and his confidence is just destroyed. He doesn't know if the car's underperforming, or if there's something fundamentally wrong with it, or if it's him or it's just, he needs to get out of that team at, as soon as fucking possible. Um, it's, uh, I mean, yeah, they were going to, I think they were going to announce him going to Racing Point, soon to be Aston Martin at this weekend's race. But because obviously Perez was sick with COVID, he, mm-hmm. they didn't announce it, um, I guess out of respect for Checo. So, um, yes, yeah. but I think Haas need to sign Checo right away and just go, you're coming in from next year. We need your help. And it's the perfect fit for him because that, could yeah, be that's really a good, good. Call. That's a good call. Yeah, it could yeah. be really good. Um, and I think, yeah, Vettel, it would be the perfect fit for Aston Martin because he's, you know, you've got Stroll there, so he can be kind of Stroll's mentor a little bit. And then also he's got the experience to get that car set up really well. You know, it's the closest. Yeah. 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 So, yeah, I, it's exciting. It's exciting. I fucking love all that shit. So. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's, uh, it's very interesting. Very yeah, interesting. Man. So we haven't um, we haven't even talked we haven't even said anything about hip hop this no, episode, no. which is no. seems a bit odd. But what was I, I don't know. To where, where 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 are we gonna where do we go from here? Do we I don't know. do we talk about random shit? Do we have a hip hop free episode? Well, is maybe. That, or is that too controversial? Did you hear? Um, uh, so Logic has released an album. He's basically retired. Yeah, I don't know if you knew about that. He's basically. Well, we, I think we did kind of briefly chat about this the other day. Maybe not on the podcast. So he's, but, he's, yeah, yeah, he's moved out into a remote area with his family. He's raising. He's just had a baby, raising his kid. He's just said goodbye to hip hop, stuck two fingers up at it, but and released this dope album that it, it. I've heard a few tracks. It's good, man. It's just more him. It's not so much. I think it's an album he's always wanted to make. Maybe. Um, so mm. there's a great video that he put up recently of one of the songs, just him and his family and. Yeah, it's really good. And he was actually, um, he came out 
on uh he's got like a youtube thing now and a gaming he's done gaming and youtube videos and just cool content to do with hip-hop and games and just cool stuff it's a really good idea i think oh it's all just on him now as well which i think is even better but he was being interviewed by someone and he was talking about Ari the rugged man's album the all my heroes are dead and he mm-hmm. was just saying how much he loved it and how good he thinks it is and all this stuff and then he was like he was saying that him and ra are chatting about doing a song together so um so that's quite exciting because i think those so, two yeah track i just i just looked up the latest album on um spotify yeah and uh can see that it's called no pressure so yeah. i guess that, that that's uh yeah the yeah. clues in the title yeah yeah i think it's good i haven't listened to it properly but i've had a few tracks like for videos that he's done for it already and uh, uh, i'll check it out yeah it sounds sounds yeah. interesting yeah, it's good, i man. found um i found the the i think we spoke about this before the netflix doco with um with one of the a few uh, one of the episodes with uh, with him, uh, I think there was a few actually just charting him. I didn't really know who he was in that, and uh, it's interesting. He's very polarizing. Uh, what logic? Yeah, like you know, clearly there's a lot of haters in perhaps certain circles that 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 um, write him off, but then uh, he's yeah, clearly because he's mixed race as well, which mm. I don't know a lot of people know. Um, mm. I think people seem to have issue with that as well for some reason. I don't know why, but um, yeah, kind of questioning his yeah. But the trouble is, know, he yeah. could destroy most people on a track easy. He's super talented, like he's and yeah, he's he and is. he could not only that he could destroy most people intellectually as well. He's super. He's like super genius. Like mm. you've seen him do, he can do like Rubik's cube blindfolded and shit. It's just like he knows where everything is and he can just do it do it blindfolded like super quick and do all he's like he's like one of those super brainy folks so uh, yeah yeah it's yeah. interesting he's yeah good. well fair play to the guy man he's clearly done something right right oh he's done it right and he's like retired <laughs> at 30 or whatever it is and he's like it's like yeah see you later hip-hop i'm done i think he'll still do features and stuff like he's you know talking about this the joint. love of it rather than uh, perhaps the the pressure yeah yeah like talking about doing this joint with ra and a few other things so it's um yeah that's it just he's just going to be doing projects that he wants to do now so i think his deal with um uh whoever the fuck he signed with is um it was a certain number of albums which he's done now so he's kind of free from that so yeah um, that's cool and now that's why he's doing his whole youtube thing just driving yeah. you know gaming and all that shit so yeah it's interesting yeah, Very that's cool. Well, that was a that was a good segue into hip hop, Tim. I know, I like it. Smooth transition, good in it. Like, nicely done. <laughs> um, so, yeah. on, on that subject, um, what what I was wondering, what we could do, is um, we've been talking for a little while now, so we could kind of maybe um, wrap up the end of the show with a little a little hip hop talk, perhaps. Yeah. Okay. Um, I'll get my little notebook out. I was going to just maybe just go through my list and just yeah. read it, read it yeah. out because we didn't actually do it. We just sort of touched on it. We um, did. But I wondered whether it. we should. I um I actually wrote out the alpha, the alphabet, and then I started kind of putting down um just oh, yeah, artists is... and stuff next to each letter. Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah. We talked about that, didn't we? I I, I can cope perhaps with the haphazard nature of of what we were doing. Well, I have got a written numbered list that we were going to go. I was going to talk through, but then we just sort of went off on a tangent. So we did, didn't um, we? We did, yeah. yeah. Um, but what we could do is talk about one of your, um, one of your, uh, what, what were we going to do? Albums or tracks? 
albums. Yeah, tracks is difficult. I was thinking about that the other day. <laughs> if you could like drop some some of your favourite hip hop tracks, what would they be? Like a top five or something. But it's too hard, man. I miss fucking hell. There's just so many. Yeah. Um. Well, I either thought you could talk about one of your albums from the top ten. I did a burp. Just for like ten minutes, and then we could say let's um, pick this back up again in another episode. Yeah, and just or. Or we could start A. A. Mm. And just go, right, A is for... A Tribe Called Quest. <laughs> yeah. Which kind of probably brings us then nicely into perhaps one of your choices. Well, that but A Tribe Called Quest, Beat Rhymes and Life is on there, but it's very difficult with A Tribe Called Quest to decide because it's also good. And that's, that's the thing with A Tribe <laughs> Called Quest is that... How do you pick an album if you can only have low, one? Low end theory. Yeah, exactly. Like, what do you yeah. do? I just don't think you can. I just don't think you can pick a uh, an album. For, Archer is bowling some fire at the moment. Yeah, he seems to be uh, bowling some spicy ones. Ninety miles an hour. Nice, and nice bounces. <laughs> yeah, but they're just taking oh, them. Fuck. My, I'm gonna have to take my glasses off because they're digging into the side of my head because my headphones are like pushing them into my temples yeah it's never good yeah one second oh that's better i can't hear headphones back on okay there we go we've got a1 and phonics there's a good a you still there hello yeah you there oh that that went a bit weird for a second there did you look your cable come loose ah hang on i think i know the the batteries yeah the battery on the noise cancelling i think was does that weird thing in those headphones it goes So it's even, it's fine with the noise cancelling on actually, but now it's kind of weird without it. Oh yeah, okay, yeah. <laughs> I just but, have my standard non-noise cancelling, my shoes. Yeah. These are fancy, these ones. Oh, well, never mind. We'll, we'll manage, we'll yeah, manage. Um, so yeah, where, where, where do you want to go? Um, do you want to talk about uh, a is for a trial called Quest. And well, we've got Apollo Brown, A1 and Phonics. Um, what other A's are there? I don't know. A- Anderson Pack. Yeah, Anderson Pack. I don't really listen to him though. I don't. I don't. I've never really listened to him. I think um, it's worth a mention because I, I don't know him and his music that well. Oh, we've got a tiny desk concert. Yeah. Um, I haven't watched that one yet, actually. That's one oh, that's not. definitely on my list. I've been watching quite a few of those. Mm. They're really good. Um, but yeah, uh, some of his albums are really actually. He's a really incredible artist. I um I rate him pretty highly. Like uh, Malibu is a really great album. And um, Christ, what are his other ones? My mind's gone blank. But, I'm just uh, lighting up his yeah. Wikipedia. Again. Just lighting up his Wikipedia. Yeah. So you've got. <laughs> 2014 Venice, then you've got 2016 Malibu, then 2018 mm. Oxnard, and then 2019 Ventura, uh, and then Free Nationals in 2019. Yeah, Oxnard is quite a kind of challenging album, but actually really interesting. I've, um, yeah, I've listened to any of it. I might have to add him and then check some. Yeah, of stuff out. I had. Uh, I I yeah, I'd invite you to. Um, Give give him some give it some time and uh, he's he's a really interesting and, and talented artist definitely um, and yeah obviously going back to Apollo Brown I don't know I I can't 
kind of put into words how much I've enjoyed his music lately. It just seems like his latest album is. Awesome. I, I listened to that the other day while I was listening to the um while I, while I was washing my car. So I just yeah. blaring out the tunes while I was outside washing the car. It was um yeah, it's a great album, man. It's really fucking good. And actually, yeah. it was so good. I came in. And I was actually I need to listen to that properly. So I put it on my proper speakers. And uh, it's just mind blowing how good it, it sounds on a on a good system. Yeah, yeah. Well, all my monitors, man. It's um, yeah, it was pretty sweet. Um, yeah, it was uh, it was good. It was very good. Um, I'm going to add Anderson Park. Anderson Park. Anderson Park. Is it Park? Pack. Pack. P double A K. Yeah. Um, um. Yeah. I mean, Christ. When you look at Apollo Brown's kind of back catalogue, you're just like, holy shit. Just it's it's crazy the the people that he's worked with um going back like his discography on wikipedia says that 2007 was his first release and then it's just well i can't uh, they've got to be like 20 or 30 albums there um picking out some that i know so the easy truth that he really recorded with sky zoo that's a really amazing album um the ugly heroes one that's really awesome um did some stuff with ghostface killer the oc um uh one with locksmith oh okay what was that it's called no question it was released in 2018 um one with uh joel ortiz and then one that I think probably deserves a special mention is um, Sincerely Detroit that he released in 2019. Um, that is one of the best records I've heard in a long time. Oh, yeah, that one's awesome. I think you um, put me onto that one. It's just in, it's just mad. It's just on listening to that on a good stereo system is just like a beautiful thing. I'm thinking about moving my stereo out of my bedroom into my lounge because I think it's just too too big a system for the small room, I think. Yeah, right, yeah. yeah. Um, it, it's so, to stretch its legs. Yeah, uh, because I, I can't, I, I think. It's fine for really vocal stuff like um, Gregory Porter or something, like a jazz singery you know, just more vocal and not so much on the instruments. And it sounds incredible, but as soon as you start yeah. throwing in some more bassy, boomy stuff, it, it needs, yeah, I think it just, there's too much reverberation in the room. So, yeah, yeah. I, I think yeah. I'm going to move it, yeah, swap it out and um, put one of my many other sets of speakers in my bedroom, basically. So Yeah, yeah. But yeah, that's well. silly to try. What was the other album, The Easy Truth? Mm-hmm. And then you said there was another one. Um, um, yeah, the Easy Truth was one he recorded with Sky Zoo in 2016. That's a really awesome album. Um, okay. We'll talk about Sky Zoo when we get to S, I guess. But yeah. hey, <laughs> um, yeah. You say you, then you got Sincerely Detroit and As God Intended. Um, there's one as well that he recorded with, which interests me, but I haven't heard it is um, I listened to some of the stuff with Locksmith, I think, and um, one with Joel Ortiz. Um, they were they were pretty interesting. Just I guess it's just Apollo Brown's beats and the way he crafts the... They're just like mm. bangers, man. And you put it on the new cast area, 
versus uh, oh yeah pretty, yeah the bows <laughs> yeah that's good man yeah. yeah honestly that was one of the reasons why I decided to swap my car was for the stereo <laughs> which sounds so stupid to spend so much more money but it was like oh yeah it's got a dyno audio system <laughs> I think I might yeah so yeah yeah yeah, yeah. it's, it's worth it man it's good <laughs> um but yeah, that, also, that those um, Bose sound systems in the cars, that's supposed to be sensational, man. So Yeah, I've got to say I'm pretty impressed. I, I've kind of not been rinsing it too hard because um in a bit. I'm a I'm a bit old school just to yeah, run them in a little bit, just uh, let those I don't know if that's still the case with speakers though now. I, I don't I don't know. Uh, I'm not sure. Not. I don't know. I don't know, but it's, I think it's safe yeah, to know. not cane it. So Yeah, yeah. It's just uh, I think just the materials just stretch that little bit, don't they, and just kind of Yeah. But, they probably got a lot of um, systems in place to stop them getting blown in two seconds. Yeah, back. I'm sure they have. They won't ever <laughs> let themselves be pushed to beyond what they can do. So yeah. <laughs> so I've but, I've um, added a couple of um, Anderson Park albums. So I've added Malibu and Venice. Um, yeah, yeah. See what you think. There's yeah, there's some really listen. good tunes on them. Um, I think I I I've. I've tried to give albums a bit more time these days, whereas I probably went through a period of just being a bit too like <laughs> consumption. Yeah, Spotify yeah, yeah. just feed me, feed me, and you kind of just like. And and now I'm kind of maybe backing up a bit and going back through stuff. Um, there's a, there's one that Apollo Brown recorded with um, uh, rapper. <laughs> sounds sounds terrible, but it, it's called Rapper Big Poo, as in Pooh Bear. Uh, okay, <laughs> and. Um, He's part of Little Brother, um, ninth, you know, Little Brother, Ninth Wonder, um, that kind of collaboration. Little Brother are pretty awesome. I know you haven't necessarily known so much, so much of their stuff, but I really like some of their stuff. Yeah, okay. Um, the latest Little Brother release, um, which wasn't with Ninth Wonder, um, is really good. Um, that's, uh, that's worth checking out. What was that called? Uh, Little Brother... I got into Little Brother through my mate Stu, um, and I bought that album in Tower Records in London, and it's called The Listening. I bought that the year that Lucy, I went and saw, she went traveling. Because <laughs> I went and yeah. met her at Heathrow. <laughs> oh, nice. Okay. So, oh, apparently I've got it already. You probably have. Yeah, it's in my uh, thing. It says it's even downloaded. Oh. Okay. You must have told me about the new little brother album. It's probably the listening that is. Um, oh, the listening. Yeah, that. Yeah. So yeah, I. So that came out. Um, two thousand three. In two thousand three. Yeah. yeah. That's a good record. That is. Um, and then the latest one was. Um, that's a good record as well, but it wasn't with Ninth Wonder. Yeah. Okay. I'll check that out. I tend to. Um, go off and for like a like a long drive even sometimes just around sydney if i'm because on a saturday if you go for a drive you, it's basically gonna take you an hour to go anywhere um so i just stick an album yeah. on and do an album front to back and just well i could sit in the car on my driveway currently in melbourne because i'm not allowed to go any further than five kilometers well that's all right you just stick the tunes on sit in the car I, I, I actually it's a great um, listening I had to go experience. to the osteopath the other evening so i had a legitimate reason to be out and i i quite um enjoyed I went a little bit of the long way around in the car just to be able to just drive the car and listen to tunes. It's yeah. quite nice. That's good. And uh, and have the heated steering wheel on. <laughs> got a wicket. We got a wicket. Wokesy again. Ah. He got uh, Rizwan. Very good. 
Pitched it up. Oh, went away. Edge to Butler. Yeah, nice. It seems to be seeming a bit more than swinging. It's interesting. Yeah, that's good. Nice. So a bit of geeky cricket chat for people there. King uh, of the swingers. Poo of little brother. Big poo of little brother. Yeah. Yeah. It's, uh, yeah, yeah like, nice. it's a bit strange. You kind of think, yeah, big turd. But no, it's... Rapper Big Poo. He's um. I, I like his. I like his kind of sound. It's kind of a, just a different sound. Very much um, southern. Kind of. It's just a really different type of hip hop again. It's just from. It, it just comes from where they're from. So you got Big Poo and Fonte. Fonte is a really like talented character as well. Um, and he Fonte. Um, if you. Watch his um, NPR Tiny Desk concert is really good um, because he's part of uh, Foreign Exchange. So if you look at um, yeah Foreign Exchange on YouTube, the NPR Tiny Desk, that's really good. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. There's, there's some stuff I'll check out. It was only to remember that I've added them so that when I'm in the car, I think to um, put them on. So yeah, yeah, yeah. but um so the latest one from little brother is may the lord watch um it's actually it's a really good record i like it it's not very long at all it's been long awaited and it's only 37 minutes long <laughs> yeah, that's good but um yeah it's uh oh beg your pardon now beg your pardon <laughs> I, I need to get my facts right. I, I said it, they didn't do it with Ninth Wonder. That's not that's not true. They, they reunited with Ninth Wonder. They made the listening with Ninth Wonder and a couple of others, but then they kind of had this, I think it may have been a falling out or something, but then they came back together um, to, to make um, their latest one, May the Lord Watch. So, sorry, fact check. Right, okay. That's good. <laughs> that is all right. I'm sure people won't get too offended. Well, got to get these things right. Yeah. She'll be right. I was trying to have a look for a, well, I remember, for a little desktop stand for you, for your mic, but I don't know. Yeah. I don't suppose I say, you I'm, want. I'm probably not sitting in the best position. No, it's, it, it sounds fine, but it's, um, I wonder whether getting you, I don't know if you'd even want one of these, you know, arm things or not. I don't know. An arm thing so, could be good. Would that be it's just better? Because or... I, I like to sit up, but it's taking me further away from the mic because the mic's a bit low at the moment. Yeah. So um, I kind of need the mic up here. I'm just having a look at what might work. Um, yeah, I don't know. I'll figure it out. I'll figure it out. But, cool. Um, All right. It definitely sounds well, better, though, for sure. I mean, it's, you know... I think it's yeah. Hopefully, it good. sounds good. Yeah, I think it does. I mean, definitely. Um, yeah, I think it, I'm going to get one. It stops me rustling about as well. Well, I'm yes, kind of, yes, I'm can sure. Keep me under control. People would appreciate I, that. I think. Um, yeah. yeah. No, I think it's. Uh, oh, that might be good. Yeah, I think it's. Um, I might have to get you to check what thread is on it, um, but we'll do that afterwards, just so I know what thing I need to buy. Oh um, yeah, cool. So that we know how to mount the fucking thing, but um, yeah, I think it's I good. It I think clamps to the desk or something is that what it does? What's that? If you get one of the jobby, yeah. If this this thing I've got essentially it's a clamp, so you need an edge of yeah. the desk that you can oh, clamp it to. That, that's all. That's all good. That can be. So that's a possibility. Otherwise, you can just get one that's like a desktop 
mounted. It's just a, a you know, a, a, a weighted fine, bottom with an upright and then a, then a thing. Um, yeah. But the arm might be better just to keep so I can push it out, of the, way, it out of the way. You know what I mean? Yeah. I but anyway, I can, um, we, we can talk about that. We'll figure it out. Yeah. Uh, there's something here. I don't, yeah, we'll figure it out anyway. People don't want to hear me fucking look for uh, things on Amazon. <laughs> it's not the most interesting thing. So, um, yeah, no, I think it was cool. Well, maybe we should wrap up because it's getting a bit late anyway. I've got to go to bed soon. I've got a fucking shitty day at work tomorrow. So, uh, uh, yeah, yeah. I'm, I think I'm. Um I'm just about talked out for this evening. It was a good test of the technology. It's definitely worked. So I think, yeah. I think we'll, um, we'll send one to John uh, and then we'll all be on this on nice quality audio, which I think everyone will appreciate. So I'm uh, quite, um, quite liking the video um, cool business as well. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's a good idea to do it this way. And um, I mean, I can probably, we could probably just do a Facebook voice call thing maybe yeah 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 maybe. i think you can do maybe. that with a number of people i think that does work oh uh, yeah and then just have video and then we just i'd obviously just record the audio and then you know we've got mm. the video and then potentially if i get a better computer which could happen very soon you can just screen capture and you can actually we could actually even put it up on youtube if we wanted to do that but um cool who knows i don't know but um you could probably do that through ms teams you can just record the you can just record the the meeting, can't you? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, yeah. There's maybe, definitely yeah, ways maybe to do you should it. Try to re MS Teams. Yeah. Options, options, Tim. Yeah, I mean, I, I, it might be worth trying a few out, but I, I just, I think it just seemed like for whatever reason, Microsoft, uh, the Facebook Messenger voice calls seem to be the best quality. Yeah, I remember you saying. I remember you saying. And we but, tried them all. I mean, even just a straight phone call through the phone, running it through this desk, it's not as good. And I don't know why yeah. that would be the case. It just seems a bit odd that Facebook is, I think because it's running through the USB input into the computer, so it's more of a direct digital signal rather than going through any kind of like Bluetooth or analog. So um, I don't know. Yeah. But you can definitely voice. I mean, I, I can, I, there's lots of um, screen capture software. So they released a new iMac two days ago. I don't know if you saw. I did not it's see that. It's a fucking beast. So, oh dear, I'm very tempted. Gone back to the dark side, Tim. Well, I don't know, mate. I don't know. All this talk of possibly getting a TV, um, a TV PC. PC. Well, it's still a possibility, mate. I I kind of want to just for the sake of because I think I'd quite enjoy building it. I had my uh, mixer apart tonight to fix the crossfader. It got a bit um gunked up, so I gave that a clean and got this like like silicon like Teflony lubricant stuff. And now it's I lubed up my uh crossfader i don't know how to make that dirty but um it's uh yeah it's super silky smooth now so um I, and i quite enjoy, i got this really cool little um get you know screwdriver set for little gadgetry you know like with all the little bits and stuff so i could theoretically take my laptop apart if i wanted to now um which was very cool so yeah so i've got the ability to do it so i don't know it's just the the thing weighing it up for me between PC and Mac is it's the stability of the Mac, but then I don't know. It's just that Windows versus Mac operating system thing. That's the only thing, but I guess it's I don't know. 
I, I just can't decide at the moment. You get, I have to admit the user experience of the Mac is 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 good, definitely. Um, in terms of, I, I know where you're coming from. Yeah, I know it'll um, just work. Whereas if I build a PC myself, I mean, then I literally I know so much about it now. It's ridiculous. Like you could tell me I want to buy a specific part for a PC and I could tell you the best thing to buy right now off the top of my head. It's insane how much information I've absorbed for all that stuff. Um, <laughs> so I've got the perfect build set up and the price is really good and the performance is insane. You know, it's like it's half the price of what a top-end Mac Pro could do. More than that even. I don't know. It's, just, it's I don't know. So it's, but then also it's a thing of, you know, you get a motherboard and you can have issues with the BIOS for it that you've got to update. Yeah, it cause, it's getting it set up properly, isn't and it? You can have a, a, Mac, a Mac's going to work straight yeah, out of the box, it isn't it? So yeah. it's like, oh, I don't know. But I quite like the idea of building it all and doing all that shit. And, yeah, you can fully geek out, man. I yeah, be right, yeah, it's cool. So it's like, you know, grown up. You know Lego. what, though? I was, I was just looking at the new iMac thing and it's like, well, it's not changed, has it? No, it's, no, no. But I kind of like that, though, because... The screen's really good quality. The processor in it is the latest one, which is supposed to be really good. They've put in a really good graphics card in it, finally. Um, and you can use or upgrade the RAM. So you can save... Literally, I can put 128 gig of RAM in there for the same price as putting in 32 gig of RAM from Apple. Mm-hmm. It's insane. Mm-hmm. So that is a attractive proposition for me, that you can do that. And I don't know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, they're a nice, uh, nice piece of kit, and actually, the prices are pretty, pretty reasonable. Very reasonable, yeah. Although, yeah. by the time I spec it up to what I want, it's six grand. But it's three and a half. <laughs> it's three and a half for the base spec good one, and yeah. you've got to add a couple of little things to that. You've got to spend four, really, at least, to make it worth That's it. Not too bad, though, is it? No, I mean, not at all. And if you put in, you can put in a couple of extra sticks of RAM from like OWC. Um, which saves you, you know, so you get up to like 32 gig RAM for next to nothing for like 200 bucks or something. So, um, which is $800 from Apple, by the way, which is fucking nuts. So <laughs> yeah, it yeah, it's ridiculous, mate. Um, so yeah, I, I don't know. It's an interesting one. It is an interesting one what to do. Because obviously if I get a PC, I need to buy a monitor as well then, which is two grand. So um, <laughs> uh, yeah, to, get an, to get the equivalent of color accuracy, you've got to spend two grand basically. So it's... Yeah, Seems, yeah it might not stack up, eh? Well, that's it. You know, in terms yeah. of performance, uh, it's it's probably about on par if you yeah, add yeah, in the monitor. Yeah, yeah. And you know, so, let's face it, unless you're doing really super high and stuff, you're not necessarily really going to push that performance that hard anyway. Are you? Well, and to be honest, mate, that machine with the graphics card upgrade in it that you can It's do, more than capable. Oh, mate, you can edit multiple 4K streams. You can game on it if you wanted to. Like in Photoshop, it just tears through it because it's yeah. an Intel processor, so it's really good for the single core speeds, which is good for Photoshop. Um, and it's a 10-core machine, which so it's great for editing and rendering and I don't know. It's it since that I was kind of holding off on it, waiting for this to come out because I just knew they'd do it. And now I've seen it, it's um, it's like, oh, I don't know. <laughs> but then I've just got it in my mind now. I've literally got this PC built on this website, PC Case Gear. Shout out to them if they listen. Um, I've got three builds on there I've got a budget build, I've got a mid spec build, and I've got like a balls to the wall, fucking no compromise dream, build. Dream build, and it, the dream build's still less than the 
iMac, you know. Oh, wow, really? But that's, minus that's the monitor, impressive. minus the monitor. So, yeah, um, that's the thing, isn't it? Yeah, so mm-hmm. it's um, the mid spec build's probably about on par in terms of performance. And um, yeah, by the time you add the monitor, it's about the same price. So, it's, mm-hmm. yeah, I don't know, man. It's, a, it's an interesting one. It's an interesting one. So, the dark side. Yeah, mate. Yeah, mate. Oh, well. I don't know. Who knows? I suppose the main thing is as long as it works and it's not a pain in the ass to deal with. I well, that's think. it. Because something could go wrong and then you don't know what's happened. So you've got to think, well, something's not right. Like, has, has the CPU gone in properly? Is the RAM fucked or does yeah, that work? Yeah. Is this right? Is this right? And then you've got to yeah. be able to know what that is. And then once you've done it all, it could be all right. And then you go into the BIOS and there's all this like shit. Conflict or something. Yeah, yeah. that you have to yeah. then set up exactly right. And you have to know these things. And I, I just, because I don't know any of that. So... Mm, that's the yeah. worry for me but then i guess it's something new to learn so it's like oh, i don't know yeah so, yeah 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 it's it's all learnable yeah so anyway I don't know, i've probably bored people with all that gadget geeky shit but it's um yeah you just had one last geek out for the evening it's fine yeah it's good oh wokes <laughs> is bowling like a fucking dream mate I tell you yeah it's, it's looking fast. pretty sweet bowling fast as well i think he's bowled that almost 90 miles an hour that's pretty sweet mm. Hmm. Well, I've yeah, I'm kind of um, thinking I might go now that we're we're looking. I think I think we're going to sign off. Yeah, yeah, I think we should. Um, it's almost ten now, so I might go and have a whiskey. Actually, just uh, yeah, I've had my little my Balvenie. I'm I'm going to stay off the whiskey after I finish this bottle. I think um, I'm going to have a little, little break. From whiskey it. whiskey holiday. Just a booze holiday. I think just stay off it yeah. for as long as I can hold out. I think so. Well, I think I'm going to do the sensible thing after sort of smashing a bottle of wine with dinner well between two of us but um you know ha- have a whiskey just to top it off wrap, mate. just yeah. to yeah it's, it's it is after all thursday night so it's practically the weekend like and, thursday mate yeah, you know it, it's lockdown so to be honest what else am i gonna what do you're gonna do mate yeah exactly yeah i got work tomorrow but it's gonna be uh i'm gonna forcefully make it a cruisy day um, yeah well so. i'm working tomorrow as well but my um i've got no fucks left to give now so it's fine yeah well i'll probably <laughs> i'll put the cricket back on as of where I've got up to and just have that playing for the rest of the day tomorrow. So like five hours of cricket goodness, just, uh, yeah, that's a know. good idea. Why well, I, I always have the I computer in on the action. I put the iPad on the side and just have that playing like cricket, formula one, you know, stick on some Netflix or whatever, and just put, you know, whatever on, put a movie on and yeah, it's good. It's a good way to work. I actually need that distraction. It's weird. But, yeah. Yeah. It's you know. a nice idea. Yeah. It's good shit, man. All right, mate. Well, yeah, cheers for the chat. It was good. I think the technical thing was a success. The mic works. So, John, if you're listening, we'll have one en route to you very soon. Um, And then we'll all sound top-notch. Sounds good. I'm going to hang up the uh, video call because my phone battery is about to die. Oh, yeah, cool. I'll I'll still be... All right, mate. um, I'll still be here. That's weird. I can still hear you with with the thing gone, but... Yeah. Well, my phone's got tasty after that long call. Yeah. Uh, so, I like the idea mine's, of the um, video, though. Mine's really no, not 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 warm at all. It's got some kind of liquid cooling in it or some random shit. Oh, that's fancy. Yeah, it's a bit of fancy, isn't it? It's got some all gaming right. chip in it. I don't know. Anyway, whatever. So, um, all right, hang on. 
We'll just say goodbye, but stay on the line. Um, so yeah, goodbye everyone. Thanks for tuning in. That was Harmonic Whiskey Tales. I don't think I introduced the podcast again. So uh, <laughs> welcome to Harmonic Whiskey Tales. We'll be uh, we'll be back. Uh, so Formula One podcast Saturday and Sunday. Well, Sunday and Monday it will be. Um, if anything exciting ha- happens, I might do a little summary on on the Saturday after the practice sessions, but we'll see what goes on. If they announce the Vettel thing, I might do a little quick one. So, so yeah, we'll be back then. Cheers for tuning everyone. Dave, thanks for coming along. And uh, it was just a chat as always. We'll do a hip hop continuation next week, I think. Um, Yeah. 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 Yeah, it's nice we'll to back. go a little bit off, off piece. It was, yeah, it was good. Uh, a bit of fun. Yeah, I kind yeah. of took you off piece towards Formula One for most of it. So I hope I didn't well, I, I, bore I like everyone. Geeking out about Formula One. It's, uh, yeah, it's, good yeah, shit, it's all good. It's good shit. Yeah, cool. All right. Well, cheers, guys. We'll be back soon. Bye. Bye.